Welcome back. Hello, hello, hello. You are listening to Team Up and Thrive on the IBGR Network. Ah, I can say that two more times. <laughs> if you missed the first segment, oh man, um, we are going into a new direction on the, the IBGR Network. And it's, it's great. One of the things is my show will be changing. I will actually be doing a show for women, women of business on Fridays at 11 a.m. for right now until time changes again. <laughs> you know, it's all about pivoting. And I will be talking about strategies and tips and challenges and obstacles for women and also have special guests who are women and thriving out there. So you want to tune in to my shows and also go to our website on IVGR Network, click on the home tab, listen now, look at the episodes. We also wanted you to connect with us in real time during the show. So if you haven't downloaded the app, do so. Oh yeah, in the show notes, you need to download them and that amazing ebook. <laughs> Yes, we have so much information for you guys. You want to download the ebook? Okay, before the break, we were talking about SOPs, standard operating procedures, you know, why we need to have them. I'm going to go over a little bit about, let me give you 10 reasons that every business should have them. And we're going to start talking about the what are SOPs. So the first thing is you better manage your team. You better manage them better by training new employees faster, improving employee productivity, prepare the business for delegating and outsourcing, and useful in writing job descriptions. Another aspect is maintain and improve quality. Ensure product quality, create a benchmark of your service, ensure business continuity, and also identify areas for improvement. We could all use that, right? <laughs> and also reduce business risk. You'll improve compliance and reduce risk of accidents. You know, we talk about the driving on the road, right? Uh, yeah, you wanna prevent those accidents from happening. <laughs> so have your SOBs. I remember when I first started at my current organization, I was like, whoa. We do not have SOPs. We don't have, you know, many policies. When we did, they were obsolete. So we're going to talk about ensuring you review these as well as making sure that you have the right pieces for them. I remember when I sat down and I was like, man, what do I need people to know? Because you want the end state already in your mind and not only that your stakeholders what problem are you going to solve for them how can you help your organization stay sane <laughs> sops can help with that to be honest and i didn't do it in a silo no i developed a team but the thing is you got to look at quality over quantity I didn't have a huge team of duds in the room. No, I had about, I had a couple of people with me and we did this. So you don't have to have 
all the knowledge of things. You can delegate this to people. And I talk about delegation in season two a lot. So if you didn't listen to the shows, then download the podcast. So another thing I did was I sat down and mapped out what we needed. And I asked, you know, the team, okay, what do you guys think? What what are we missing? And when you do that, it gives them a sense of, whoa, I'm important. I, 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 I'm valued. <laughs> That's what you want for your team. People, I'm going to miss saying that. I'm going to still say in the Women of Business show, though, but I'm going to miss really saying that on this show because it's all about the team and thriving. <laughs> so uh, what is an SOP? Is written instruction that you can describe how to perform a task or activity. There are in-depth rules that could be followed by anyone. Should leave very little ambiguity around what needs to be done. So let's think about that. We have an SOP. Hmm. Employees can pick that up and won't have to bug someone else to help them because they'll have that SOP in front of them. And another thing that is very crucial about um, SOPs, like I said before, you don't have to play the guessing game. Employees won't be in a situation where they're like, oh man, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't, I, I don't want to ask for help. They wouldn't need to because you have your SOPs right there for them, right? Yeah. In a in a very crucial note about SOPs, SOP documentation is much more involved than a simple procedural document. The main difference between that procedural document or meant to provide a high-level overview of the process in question. You know, while SOPs provide that on-the-ground explanation. So when I was with my team, it's like, what are we going to put in this SOP? We had an entire list of SOPs that we needed. But now I'm going to tell you this, there is a such thing as having too many. Because sometimes we think we need something for every single detail. No, because they can be combined. Yeah, you can make sure that different areas are in SOP if they relate. That's why I said map things out. And when they're mapped out, it keeps you in line. It keeps the flow going. And so there are also different types of SOPs. One of the, probably the most used one is the step-by-step format. (laughs) You know, you're going step-by-step of what the person should do. You know, in process of step-by-step process, actually, you set up and clean up instructions. So if you have those type of, you know, if you're in a maintenance area or say you're in a construction site or something like that, yeah, you can have an SOP to set up and clean up. Mm-hmm. Oh, digital login sequence. Instructions for proper and safe use of equipment. And I said it before, what about step-by-step guidelines for in-processing employees? 
you don't want to have an onboarding process that is like all over the place and and have to have employees come back because you missed a step. That would be frustrating for you as well as an employee and the leadership because it's like, okay, I had this person starting. Now I got to get them off this task or off this training to go back and do some paperwork that you missed. That won't fly too well. So, yeah, go ahead and start your SOPs for that onboarding process if you don't have it already. And then you have the hierarchical formats. And this format borrows from the step-by-step. However, it provides additional details, which each step has deemed necessary. So in the step-by-step, you have one, two, three, four, blah, blah, blah. But in the hierarchical SOP, you include 1A, 1B, 2A, 2B, 3A, 3B, and so on. You see the difference? (laughs) So a lot of times we need that. I use that a lot also. And I am a mapping queen. When I tell you I map, 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 map processes in my head, on the paper and everything. So this next next type, it's the flowchart format. And flowchart formats are better used when you're illustrating SOPs, multiple outcomes. Say there's a process that you have in place that you need to have step-by-step guidelines for each area. So when you map out the process on the workflow, it, it, it really, it really helps you. I love the, and I also love the little pictures and diagrams and things too. So I like little shapes and <laughs> it provides like a, a roadmap for me. And my staff, and when I first sat down and told them we need to have these procedures and you had all this documentation, these are technical people. Now, no, IT, information technology gurus, okay, and security people. So they were pretty hesitant. <laughs> and I had to actually show them what it was. And I had to have them buy into the why. And that was very difficult especially when I told them that they had to write something because these are numbers people. (laughs) They love data and stuff. They didn't want to have to write something like, no, that's not my job. Yes, it is. (laughs) So you might have a bit of a challenge when, you know, you first start this and it's okay. It's it's a healthy challenge (laughs) to have. But this is a crucial because it will affect your bottom line if you don't. And we talk about money, we got money involved in it. I know, you know, people perk up and they're like, oh, wait, money. I-, I can lose money if I don't have this. It's a possibility. Not always, but it's very po- it's possible that you could lose money from this, from not having an SOP. And you could also lose customers. Not being consistent, being all over the place, seeming that you're not organized or you don't just don't have your stuff together. So when we come back, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to talk about, you know, how you use SOPs and how you can create them. Be right back. 